The following Rarecast podcast is made possible through support from the Global Genes Corporate Alliance. The members of the Corporate Alliance support Global Genes' mission and programs, work to meet the vital needs of people with rare diseases, and address inequities they face. To learn more about the Corporate Alliance or how your organization can become a member, join us at globalgenes.org and choose Corporate Alliance under the About tab. I'm Daniel Levine, and this is Rarecast. Most likely not to, a musical comedy written and performed by people with the rare neuromuscular condition, spinal muscular atrophy, will make its world debut in New York City on World Rare Disease Day and be streamlined live online. The show, part of Genentech's SMA My Way Awareness campaign, highlights the absurdities that people with disabilities often experience. We spoke to the show's lead actress, Shannon DeVito, and the show's creative director, Adam Pryor, about the play living with SMA, and DeVito's pursuit of a career as a performing artist despite having the condition. Shannon, Adam, thanks for joining us. Hi, Jenny. Thanks for having us. Hi, thanks for having me as well. We're going to talk about, Shannon, your life as a performing artist, living with spinal muscular atrophy, and the musical comedy, most likely not to a show written and performed by people with SMA that, backed by Genentech, that will debut in New York City as part of Rare Disease Day. Before we talk about the show, though, I'd like to talk about your career path and experience with SMA. For listeners not familiar with the condition, perhaps, Adam, you can weigh in here and explain what SMA is. Yeah, sure. Happy to. So SMA is a spinal muscular atrophy. It's a genetic disease that affects nerve cells. Um, in the body and can lead to muscle weakness and impact a person's ability um, to d- perform basic life functions like walking, swallowing, breathing. Um, it's classified in types by severity. Um, and we think it's most important to highlight in terms of the way it acts on the body. Um, it can impact um, when it comes to impacting breathing, it can impact um, one's ability to sing, um, which is sort of why we feel it's important to talk about our musical today and uh, the way it's supporting the community. And how does the condition progress? Uh, the d- disease, you know, is, like I said, it's uh, organized into types based on severity of symptoms. Um, type 1, uh, those with type 1 are never will never be able to sit unassisted. Um, and then as we get up to type 2, 3, and 4, uh, symptoms are not as severe. So some patients are ambulatory, non-ambulatory, or able to walk and not able to walk. And Shannon, when were you diagnosed with the condition? Um, I was diagnosed when I was two, but in my heart, I always knew I had it. And I take it you were diagnosed before you ever had thoughts of pursuing a career as an actor or comedian? No, I decided that in the womb, so it was before. (laughs) When did you decide to, to pursue a career like that? Um, you know, I, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an athlete. Um, so that didn't really work out so well for me. Um, 
but I found theater pretty early on. And then I had a very roundabout journey to uh, becoming an actor full time. Um, I guess I, I went to school for music business, which is a little bit kind of in the industry, but not. Uh, so then I graduated and pursued acting and then I found comedy and uh, kind of landed where I am today. So. And were family and friends generally supportive of your desire to pursue a career in acting? Were you ever thought that the condition might be limiting your ability to do that? Well, I mean, I think any parent doesn't want their kid to be an actor. Uh, I think they would much rather you be an accountant. Um, but I, I have a very wonderful family who is very supportive and uh, is, has let me pursue this career for as long as I have and have you know, they think I'm pretty good. Uh, Hollywood, my parents think I'm great, just if you're listening. Um, and I have the coolest friends in the world who are very supportive and who if I am like, hey, you want to do this project? They're like, yes, when do we show up? So I, I'm very, very lucky to have the support system I have around me. And I don't think that I would be able to pursue this career without that. Your acting credits include the series High Desert, Lucky Hank, and Difficult People. In addition to your acting, you do sketch comedy and perform at comedy clubs. People can find a, a lot of your work on YouTube. To what extent do you view any of these activities as advocacy? I mean, I think all of it is, right? It, I mean, I don't, I'm not um, very good at being on the front lines like some other very smart, wonderful people who are able to speak very clearly and, and just uh, advocate in front of the con in front of Congress and stuff. I advocate by being a weirdo um, in uh, a comedy space. So, but I think that anytime you get to show representation and and you get to write your own story and you get to perform, I think it is a a, a way of ad advocating that you know disabled people live lives. They live very full lives and they are able to share their stories. And, and I think anytime you get to share a story too, uh, you know, I do a lot of writing and, and that as well. So I think that it just, it highlights a, a version of the world that maybe non-disabled people aren't aware of. So it's kind of, I, I think that it's a different way of advocating, but I do think it, it is bringing a light into a world that you were unaware of. I know actors often fear being typecast. I, I suspect that's an occupational hazard in your case, but as someone with a disability, is is there an ideal role you'd like to get a chance to play someday? Um, yeah, I would love to be in a rom-com. And Well, that, that's a perfect transition, I guess, <laughs> yeah. to most likely not to. Is that a rom-com? I would say it's a musical. It has a, well, it's a musical rom-com. It has elements of everything. Well, Adam, um, you're the creative director of Most Likely Not To. Can you explain what it is? Yeah, sure. So Most Likely Not To is a first of its kind musical that Genentech is doing in partnership with the SMA community. Um, it sits within our SMA My Way program, which we developed a number of years ago to create resources for this community. Um, the musical itself sort of tells the tale of a high school graduate, 20 years post-graduation, who's moved on and established herself in her career. She um, applies to a raffle to go to her high school reunion, her 20-year high school reunion, and wins. Um, so she's dealing with the fact that, one, she has to go to her 20-year high school reunion, which nobody wants to do. 
but then sort of um, feelings of like who she was told she was in high school, who she was in high school, start to like um, kind of come forward within her. And um, she's reflecting on sort of how ableism and uh, having a disability impacted who she was um, in high school and then later in life. Um, there are like six musical numbers, a, you know, partially disabled cast. Many of the cast members have SMA. Um, and like Shannon said, there are some rom-com uh, storylines, also some uh, parodies of travel and what it's like to travel with a disability, um, just to try to highlight sort of uh, what it's like to live uh, with SMA. And how did the project come about? So in creation or in creating SMA My Way, like I said, we wanted to create a program that helped represent members of the community. Um, the musical itself came about in discussions with rep community representatives, just sort of a la like, you know, we have these resources and we want to create a program. What sort of program is most relevant to you all? How would you like to see yourselves um, showcased in a program um, created by us? And conversations around disability, visibility, and authentic representation kept bubbling to the top. Just the lack of authentic representation of disabilities in different types of industry. Um, previously, we had created an original song and music video. And then the following year, um, a first of its kind fashion show at New York Fashion Week called Double Take. Um, so we felt that we'd done a song first, we'd done a live event. Why not combine the two and do a musical song live event? Shannon, did you answer an ad in backstage or how did you, how did you become involved in this project? Um, no, no. Uh, Adam and his team reached out uh, to, Oh, this is going to sound so pretentious, uh, to my team, um, who then uh, we all kind of had conversations about it and it sounded like a really exciting project and um, they just kind of explained what they were trying to do and I was really, really proud and happy to be involved. Uh, Adam, who wrote the show? Who who did the music for it? Who directed? Is this all done by the SMA community? Uh, so it was really led and ideated by the SMA community. We had a number of representatives, including those who are in the show, help counsel on themes of the play. Um, and then, you know, Shannon is like one of the lead writers on on the the, the script itself, and it's really phenomenal. And, and Shannon, talk a little about the character you play. What what attracted you to being able to do this role? Sure, I play a woman named Samantha, and she is a fashion designer from well, she's from Philadelphia, but she lives in California now. Um, she's an adaptive wear designer, which is pretty exciting. And um, I just, I I think she's very sarcastic and straightforward and kind of has her own challenges, but also is just a really strong person and uh, is doing some amazing work. So uh, it was just a cool, nuanced character that I was excited to, to showcase. And I think if people go through your videos on youtube they they will see you you are a singer too uh yep yeah I yeah <laughs> so was was this the first opportunity to do a full-blown musical comedy um no i i've been doing musicals ever since i was a kid so um and i did a movie a few years ago called best summer ever that you can watch on hulu um and that is a, a musical film I know there's a, a scene in the play that involves a run-in with an airline while you're trying to fly cross-country with a wheelchair. 
Global Genes is involved in a campaign over the rights of people with disabilities to fly and for the airline industry to become more responsive to the needs of these passengers. Does this speak to any particular experiences you've had? Well, I mean, I think anytime I travel, it's a 50-50 shot, whether or not I'm going to get a wheelchair back or just a bunch of pieces. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would say, yes, I've experienced some travel issues. Um, but that's not to say that every single person while traveling is not is the worst human being that's ever existed. I don't want to put that out there. There's been some really lovely people who have been very receptive to the, you know, taking care of my chair and the, the um, issues I might have and uh, the concerns I might have. So, um, you know, there there have been some lovely people. So I'm not going to just say the entire airline industry is the worst. Um, but there, you know, there has been some some experiences that haven't been the greatest. And um, I think that, you know, there's a lot of programs right now that are trying to get people to be able to bring their own wheelchairs onto planes, which would just be an absolute game changer for so many people. I think that would actually open the world for so many people. There are people who aren't able to fly because they can't transfer from their chair. I'm, I'm very lucky that I'm able to do that. But um, I, I think that it would even, I mean, for me, it would it would be so much more comfortable and, and easier for the people I'm traveling with for me to be able to be in my own chair. Adam, how can people watch the show? Yeah, so the show itself is premiering on uh, February 29th. It's Rare Disease Day. Um, it's in person at the Time Center um, on 42nd Street in New York, but we will be live streaming it simultaneously, uh, most likely not to .com. The show itself is at 6 p.m. Eastern on February 29th. And let me just ask each of you before we end this, what are you hoping people take away from the show? Let, let's start with you, Adam. To start, I'm, I'm so grateful to be working on a program like this to help, you know, use my voice to elevate the voice of others in my work in the last number of years. I myself have felt really much a part of this community. Um, I hope that the viewers have fun and appreciate the script and the amazing songs, but I also hope that it opens their eyes to, um, you know, what it's like to have a disability and make them think, you know, a little differently um, about it. I think that we've, you know, done a really great job of representing this community authentically um, and elevating them. And I think that's because we are, have been doing it with the community itself. So I'm really grateful to them. I'm really grateful to Shannon to, for being on board with the program as well. And Shannon, what would you hope people come away with? Um, I hope that they see themselves a little bit in this project. I mean, I think we deal with a bunch of universal topics, life and that you were in high school, who you're, how you're different now, uh, relationships, travel. I mean, you know, we're just showing it through a different lens. So, um, and then I also just hope that people have a great time. It's going to be an hour of fun and laughter and music and uh, just, you know, enjoy yourself for a little bit. It's the world's the world's a hard place. So just come have fun. Shannon DeVito, actress, singer, writer, and SMA patient advocate, and Adam Pryor, creative director of Most Likely Not To and public relations lead in neuroscience and rare disease for Genentech. Shannon, Adam, thank you both for your time today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. For more information about rare disease and to connect to the rare disease community, go to globalgenes.org. 
To keep up on the latest news and trends affecting the rare disease community, be sure to visit raredaily.org. You can subscribe to the Rarecast RSS feed through raredaily.org or through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast manager. The Rarecast is produced for Global Genes by the Levine Media Group. You can also find our podcast, The Bio Report, on these popular podcast sites. Our theme music is composed by Jonah Levine and performed by the Jonah Levine Collective. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note at danny at levinemediagroup.com.